The Johnson's Wax Program with Trevor McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Here's a seven-letter name that means brighter than bright. The name is Glow Coat, Johnson's Self-Polishing Floor Wax Glow Coat. For Glow Coat now makes your linoleum shine more brightly, far more brightly than before. And that brighter shine makes your whole kitchen a richer, warmer-looking, pleasanter room to see and to work in. I'd like to suggest that you try it. Just spread Glow Coat around your linoleum, and that's all. You stop right there. Glow Coat goes right ahead and produces a beautiful finish without any help from you. In ten minutes, it starts to glow. In fifteen minutes, it's brighter yet. And in twenty minutes, it's dried completely and is shining beautifully. Yes, there's a new glow in Glow Coat, and you get it without rubbing or buffing. Why not get Glow Coat before the holiday rush really starts? Your dealer has this self-polishing floor wax with the new glow in the same familiar red and yellow container. See for yourself that Glow Coat is a seven-letter name that means brighter than bright. Take a handful of experience, add three ounces of foresight, mix in a milligram of instinct, soak overnight in superstition, and you'll have what is known as a hunch. <laughs> and a friend of ours has the hunch of his life as we meet him in Kramer's Drugstore in Wistful Vista with his skeptical wife. Yes, it's Fibber McGee and Molly. I'm telling you, kiddo, it's been nagging at me all day, like a loose tooth or a garlic salad. What has? This hunch of mine, this feeling. I woke up this morning in the absolute certainty that this is my lucky day, that something wonderful was going to happen to me today. Well, it better hurry, sweetheart. It's almost 4 p.m. right now. Looks like Lady Luck has stood you up. No, sir, I still got that feeling. Hey, wait a minute. You got a penny? Oh, never mind, I got one. This weighing machine tells fortunes. Let's see what it says, Oh, huh? for goodness sakes. How can a bunch of cogwheels in a box tell you what's going to happen? Well, stranger things have happened, Dreamboat. I know a woman who got rich just looking through a hole into a box full of celluloid. Who? Mary Pickford. <laughs> now watch this. Read it to Mother, sweetheart. Read me that rich, beautiful prose. <laughs> ah, listen to this. You were born under a lucky star. You are brilliant, energetic, handsome, and magnetic. Oh, dear. You make friends easily, have a resourceful personality, and keen perceptions. <laughs> I guess it's uncanny how a gadget like this can read character, ain't it? <laughs> it's uncanny how much flattery you can buy for a penny. Is that all of it? No, it says you are due for an unexpected windfall, particularly if you read this on a Tuesday. Hey, what day is this? Tuesday. There, you see. My gosh, kiddo, almost anything can How happen. How much does it say you weigh? Oh, oh. 43 pounds. <laughs> 43 pounds? I wouldn't trust that scale, dearie. It takes you too lightly. Well, I just had one foot on the scale. The fortune was what I was after. But did you get that about the unexpected windfall? Gee whiz, maybe... 
Oh, you got our prescription ready, Kramer? Yes, here it is, McGee. I hope it fixes up that sprained ankle all right. Sprained ankle? The prescription was for a gargle, Mr. Kramer. Well, that's all right. It won't hurt his ankle either. <laughs> but I ain't got a sprained ankle, Dad Rabbit. Look, McGee, I had five other druggists look at that prescription at a rotary luncheon this noon. And all but one of us agreed that it was for a sprained ankle. The other one thought it was a Chinese laundry ticket. <laughs> but who are you to argue with five druggists? Well, I didn't. That'll be a dollar eighty. Okay. Thank you. Here's two dollars, Mr. Kramer. Thank you. And here are four nickels and change, which I will give to your husband. The pinball machine's working again, McGee. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Kramer. Hey, Molly, maybe here's where my good luck comes in. Maybe I'll run up three million on the pinball machine. What do you get if you do? Six free games. <laughs> well, it isn't as good as a paid-up 20-year endowment, but it's something. Look, while you spend those four nickels in riotous living, I want to go over and get some more Christmas seals. I'll be right back. Please. Okay, Tootsie. Ah, there goes a good kid. Now, let's try our luck with the pinballs, McGee. Shucks, missed everything. <laughs> well, I still got three more tries. I'll hit this for... Th hi, mister. Oh, hi, Teeny. What you doing, mister? What you doing? Watch it. Well, now, what does it look like I'm doing, sis? Well, looks like you're playing the pinball machine, I betcha. Well, that's exactly what I am doing. Gee, you didn't do so good, did you? No. That's because you weren't leaning against it, I betcha. Leaning against it? What do you mean? Well, I'd show you what I mean, only I'm not supposed to play this game on account of I'm not 18. <laughs> oh. But I bet you if you bought me some lipstick and a hairnet, I could fool almost everybody. No, 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 no. I won't do it. I will not. You talked me into it. <laughs> Give me a nickel. Here. You see, you lean against the side of it, like this. My gosh, sis, you rung up two million. Oh, I'm a little off today. But you see what I mean about leaning against it. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Kramer, can I have a soda instead of three free games on account? I'm not supposed to play the pinball machine. So long, man. So long, dear. I still think that kid's a midget. any midget that can run up a score like this. Oh, hi, Molly. You ready to go home? Yes, dearie. When you get through playing mechanical marbles, if we hurry now, we can get the 447 bus. Okay, let's go home. Still feel lucky, McGee? I don't know why, but I do. It's something I... Hey, what's that? What's what? Oh, that new store? Yeah. That's the new fish market. They just opened up today. Let's go in and take a look, huh? Okay. Hello, folks. Something you wanted? We're just about to close up for the day. No, thank you. We were just admiring your new store. Well, thanks. We'd be glad to have your seafood trade, lady. All our fresh fish are flown in daily, you know, except one kind. What kind is that? Flying fish. They come in by themselves. 
Say, uh, see the big salmon in the feast case there? Oh, heavenly days, what a whopper. Looks like somebody finally caught the one that got away. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, what a salmon. Yeah. Wouldn't I like to fling a fang into that baby? Boy, I bet I could eat that beauty in one sitting, Molly. <laughs> Baked with vegetable dressing. Boy, how much that fish weigh, bud? That's the question, Mac. Person guessing the nearest correct weight before we close today wins the fish. What's your guess? Heavenly days, I wouldn't know. Looks like three tons to me. Well, as an expert fisherman, Buster, I'd say about, uh, oh, 35 pounds. 35 pounds is absolutely correct. Huh? And you win the fish. Congratulations. Here you are, man. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I can't... Can, uh, here, can't we have it delivered, oh, sir? sorry, ma'am. We do a strictly cash and carry business. Huh? Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll got to lock up. Uh, good night, folks. Uh, good night, sir. Uh, hey, quit shopping. Hey, I don't want this to... He say 35 pounds? My gosh, it feels more like 85. <laughs> Doggone it, this would have to happen on the day our car's laid up. Hey, see if you can hail a taxi, kiddo. At the rush hour, not a chance, dearie. It's the bus or the streetcar for hmm, us. Streetcar or a bus. And me with a 35-pound salmon. Yeah, come on, Lucky. Oh. Billy Mills in the orchestra, and a little bird told me... to win, my gosh, a 35-pound sand. Yes, and it all happened so suddenly, too. Yeah. <laughs> like that time at the post office auction, when you sneezed and accidentally bought a dozen porcelain plates. <laughs> Remember? I'll say. They weren't bad looking at that, though. They hadn't all been uppers. 
didn't fit anybody I knew. <laughs> you know, when you got that hunch about today being lucky, I thought there was something fishy about it. But yeah. if I'd known how fishy, yeah. I... <laughs> Dad read it silly walking along the main drag in the middle of December with a three-foot salmon. <laughs> Is it heavy? Yes. <laughs> and it's wet and slippery and cold, and it's coming unwrapped. Here, you take it a while. Okay. Uh, uh, George, that fish market will never get any of my business again. Any outfit that gives you a 35-pound salmon and then refuses to deliver it ought to be investigated. That's what they ought to be in. Let's not look a gift fish in the gills, sweetheart. Let's just get it home. Yeah. Come on, here comes a bus. Good. You know, you hail him while I get a better grip on this thing. It's as slippery as an eel. Wow. Oh, dear, it was jam, McGee. Mm. The driver just sneered politely and kept on going. Great, great. Well, come on, let's walk up a box. Maybe we can get the next one before... Oh, wait, it's... here comes the old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, kids. I was just down to... Hey, hey, hey. What you got there, Johnny? What have I got, he says. What does it look like? A birthday cake? Nope. No candles on it. <laughs> Looks more like a salmon, son. Yes, he just wanted down at the fish market, Mr. Oldtimer. Yep, our car's busted, and I'm trying to get it home. Have them towed home, Johnny. They can hitch onto the front axle and tow it. No, no. He means we're trying to get the fish home. Oh, the fish is busted. No. I thought he said the car. Busted fish ain't hardly worth taking no, home to anybody no, 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 no. <laughs> This salmon is getting heavy, and I got to get I it home. used to have quite a reputation for salmon fishing, kids. I invented me a recipe for stuffed salmon that my folks was just crazy about. Stuffed salmon, eh? Sounds good. Yep. You just roll the salmon in sand, wrap it in seaweed, stuff it in the nearest culvert, and pick up some pork chops on the way home. <laughs> Did you ever fish in the ocean much, Mr. Oldtimer? I sure did, daughter. Caught some strange things out of that old ocean, too. I mind one time I hooked into a mermaid wearing a rubber boot. A real mermaid? With a rubber boot on? Yep. Hooked her right through the boot top, and did she give me a paddle? I hung on to Oh, cut it out. <laughs> Gosh, there's no such thing as a mermaid. Uh, I knew nobody'd believe me, Johnny, but... I was lucky this time. I brought the proof home with me. Come over and see for yourself. Huh? No kidding. You got a real mermaid over there? Oh, no. She got away, Johnny, but I'll show you the rubber boot. <laughs> you come over too, daughter. So... You come over too, daughter. So long, kid. Isn't that interesting, McGee? Do you suppose he really oh, did... Oh, ca- no, huh? that's the silliest thing. Hey, come on, let's get up to the bus stop. Should be a bus of I'll do now. Oh, gone it, I wish somebody would come along that we knew in a car. All the times I'd give guys lips, you'd think somebody would come along that I'd know in the car. Well, thank goodness here's a bus, and it's half empty. I'll be glad to just sit down and... Hey, it's coming pretty myself. fast. Hey, hey, bus! Hey, bus, wait! Hey, hey, bus! Ah, uh, it's gone. There was plenty of room, too. Dad rat the dad rat it. We'd have got that bus, I could have paid an extra dime and give this salmon his own seat. <laughs> Wonder how old he is. Maybe he could even rode for half fare. All the dead red. Well, hello there, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Boy, am I glad to see you. Well, thank you, pal. I'm always glad to see you, too, because... 
What's that you've got there? Looks like a fish. Isn't he observant? 35-pound salmon, Junior. I just won it, if you can call it that, at the new fish market. Oh. And the reason we're particularly glad to see you, Mr. Wilcox, is we thought maybe you'd give us a ride home. Yeah, Junior, my car's out of whack and the buses are crowded and we can't find a cab. Well, gee, kids, I'd love to give the three of you a lift, but I can't. First, I've got to deliver a load of glow coat across town. Of what, Mr. Wilcox? Molly, my gosh, don't drag this out now. This fish is heavy. I can't... Uh, glow coat, I said, Molly. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Never knew fish come this heavy. Housewives who never use glow coat and have to use old-fashioned mop and bucket scrubbing on their linoleum always say... My arms are so tired, I can hardly lift them. Yes, yes. And housewives who are smart enough to use glow coat, and that's the majority of them... When they buy glow coat at their dealers, they always think... I can hardly wait to get it home. Exactly. <laughs> because they know that Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is the easiest and simplest way to protect and glorify linoleum, bring out its worn and faded beauty, because it's so easy to apply. And there's been a new glow added to glow coat, which is a thought Hey, that... hey, hey, look, Waxy. Yes, pal. <laughs> if you're through with that lame excuse about delivering glow coat, what's the real reason you won't drive us home? Snobbish or something? <laughs> Now, look, pal, when I get through my deliveries, I'm taking my wife a couple of dozen roses for our anniversary. And I can't give her a bouquet that smells like salmon. <laughs> well, you could explain the circumstances, couldn't you? No, I couldn't, Molly. You see, before I was married, I used to go with a girl whose father was captain of a fishing schooner. Uh oh. And I don't want to revive any old discussion, no. you see. <laughs> well, good day, Molly, and good luck with the whale, Jonah. <laughs> fish a while? No, no, no. Just pull the paper up over his face, will you? <laughs> he keeps staring at me. The paper's all torn. Don't look at him, dearie. No, I can't help it. He fascinates me. <laughs> Did you ever try to stare down a 35-pound dead salmon? <laughs> Most exasperating. Oh, hey, here comes Latrivia. Maybe he can help. Hi, Latrivia. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Nice to see you. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mc... Well, what's this? <laughs> a salmon. Thirty-five pounds. Well, that's a very interesting... Got your car downtown, Latriv? Or could you get us the loan of an old hook and ladder or a squad car or a garbage truck or something with wheels on it? We need to ride home. If you don't have any transportation, how did you ever go out fishing? We didn't go out fishing. I won this fish. At the new fish market. He guessed the correct weight and they gave it to him. Why didn't they deliver it? They don't deliver. Strictly cash and carry. Why didn't you leave it there and pick it up tomorrow? Gee, I don't know. <laughs> we never thought of that, I guess. We were kind of rushed into this thing. We had the fish and were out on the street before we knew what was cooking. Yeah. Cooking? What are they serving? Fish and chips? <laughs> who? The people who run the fish market. They have no license for that sort of thing, and by George, I'm going to look into it. But, Mr. Mayor, they don't actually serve anything. <laughs> they well, do. I don't care whether they serve anything or not. Even if you have to serve yourself so they can save a waitress's wages, they can't do that. But that bad it, nobody serves anything. They don't have anything to eat in there. Oh, they don't? No. What do they sell fish for, bait? <laughs> Look, Mr. Mayor, let's get this straight. When we said we had this fish before we knew what was cooking, we merely meant that... I know, that... I know. The people who run this market are friends of yours, and you don't want the city to crack down on them for violating the restaurant ordinances. That's exactly... No, no, no! <laughs> they ain't friends of ours. We never saw them before today. All they did was give us this fish, this 35-pound salmon. We won it. Oh, or a fish lottery. Oh. A gambling. I see. Well, that simply adds... Please, your minute. salmon. Uh, or your uh, honor. <laughs> this salmon... 
Shannon was merely cooking a... We didn't mean the fish who gave us the people. Uh, who said we were... Uh... Let me explain, Molly. Now, look here, Latrive. Yes? What Molly means is that this restaurant, this mark fish, the fish market, they don't fish any cook or serve any people. Uh, they're just shellfish. I mean, they just shellfish. They got shells full of shells. Shells full of shellfish. They don't... We, we didn't want... You didn't want to do... Trivia? <laughs> yes? It begins to look as if we'll have to give this salmon away. Do you care for seafood, Jim? I'm very Potter? fond of it. In fact, I've been eating so much seafood, Dr. Gamble says I'm getting myself a little lobster pot. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care for salmon, if that's what you had in mind. Good day. <laughs> How about giving us a ride home so we can... Oh, never mind him, McGee. Here comes another bus. Good. Now, here, you hold the salmon while I flag him down. Now, don't drop it now. That's it, both arms. Heavenly days, if this isn't an awful thing to be around. It's pretty crowded, but get in, kiddo. Get in. I got room for you and the baby, lady, but your husband will have to wait. The baby? I've been called a lot of things, but this is the first time I've been mistook for a salmon's father. Buttons and I never should have gone to the city, nor fetched me home alive. Cause the way she complains about my home on the range is a darn near wrecking my life. She wants to go back to the city and all them city ways. She talks all day and she talks all night and this is what she says. East is east and west is west and the wrong one you have chose. Let's go where the gals keep wearing those frills and flowers and buttons and bows and rings and things and buttons and bows. She says, uh, don't bury me in this prairie, take me where the cement grows. Let's move down to some big town where they love a gal by the color of her clothes when all decked out in buttons and bows. She says she loves me in buckskin and shirts that are homespun. But she says she'll love me longer where my friends don't tote a gun. Her bones denounce the buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts her toes. She says let's vamoose where the gals keep wearing those silks and satins and linen that shows and I'm all yours in buttons and bones. Well, I took her chatter for a year or so and then give up the fight. We went to the city and now I know that the dead-ratted woman was right. Cause now my bones denounce the buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts my toes. You'll find me where the gals keep wearing those silks and satins and linen that shows and they're all mine in buttons and bones. Give me that eastern trimming where women are women in high silk clothes and Mickey Woo clothes and French perfume that rocks the room and you're all mine in buttons and bones. Buttons and bones. Sweetheart, this whole thing is getting a little ridiculous. You said it. 
But it hasn't got me licked yet, kiddo, 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 kiddo. Old kid. Anytime a big wall-eyed, slack-jawed, silver-sided hunk of dead salmon thinks it can outsmart me, it better get up pretty early in the... Hey, wonder what time salmon do get up. I don't know, but from the looks of this one, he needs more sleep. Maybe he comes from a night school official and gets home so late. Oh. <laughs> Look, McGee, there goes Dr. Gamble. Maybe he'll give us a lift home if he has his car nearby. You, Dr. Gamble. My gosh, he don't hear us. He's walking on. Hey, Doc. Hey. Well, we'll do something, Molly. Whistle through your teeth. I don't know how you... Okay. <laughs> That got him. Well, it ought to. It never fails when I want a waiter in a restaurant. <laughs> Hello there, Dr. Gamble. Oh, hi, Doc. Hello, my dear. Where'd you get the shark, Hammerhead? I mean, where'd you get the Hammerhead shark? <laughs> you mean this bass, Big Mouth? <laughs> I mean this Big Mouth bass? Just caught it out of Dugan's Lake. You what? You see, Dr. McGee and I were in the... We were taking a walk, see, and we went out on the dock at Dugan's Lake, and I seen this fish swimming past, so with the devil may, uh, may care chuckle, <laughs> I whipped off my overcoat and dives in through three inches of ice. Uh-huh. I comes up under the beneath of him, grabs him in a step-over pin hole, puts <laughs> us to a forward quarter Nelson, holds his head under till he drowns, and then flips him up onto the dock, Doc. <laughs> got into our rocket ship, flew three times around the sun to dry off, and landed on the roof of Walt's small shop. Uh, children, I've had a tough day, and I'm in no mood for nonsense. And would you please stand on the other side of me, fishmonger? I'd rather the wind was from me to you. <laughs> Look, saline solution. Do us a favor, will you? I'm getting darn tired of cuddling this barracuda, and the buses are full, and my car is laid up in the garage. How's about a lift home? Buster, I'd be very happy to accommodate you, but I'm a pedestrian here myself. Oh? My car, as I laughingly call it, is also laid up. I had a slight argument with a coal truck and wound up with my lap, such as it is, full of anthracite. Oh. <laughs> now, That's what that is. Now, where did you get the fish? At the new fish market on 14th and Oak, Doctor. McGee guessed the correct weight, 35 pounds, and won this salmon. Oh, you lucky boy. Well, I've got to get back to my office. Uh, no, you're going to leave me here standing on the street with this dad-ratted sea lion? You big, ugly old man, you. <laughs> but, dearie, what can he do? The only thing I can do is offer my sympathy, my dear. Maybe if you went past the firehouse, they could use the pull motor on the salmon and revive him enough so you could ride him home. <laughs> Side saddle, of course. That dorsal fin might be a little uncomfortable. Good day, my dear. So long, Moby Dick. This is a fine state of how do you do, and this thing is getting heavy. Well, if you hadn't been so lucky today, dearie, we'd be home by now. Oh, gone, and if there was a hardware store open, I'd buy two sets of roller skates and pull this fish home, but... Hey, wait a minute. I got an idea. What are you going to do? Hey, you see this guy coming? Well, watch this. Uh, how do you do, sir? Are you by any chance a fisherman? 
Well, I've done a little freshwater fishing, but... I represent the Rogue River Salmon Fishermen's Association of America. In fact, he's the head rogue. Uh, yeah. Now, what would you say was the weight of this salmon, bud? <laughs> well, my goodness, I wouldn't have the slightest go idea, on, but... Go on, Make a guess. Well, I'd say about uh, 22 pounds. Well, you're, you're absolutely correct, mm-hmm. sir, and you have won this beautiful salmon. Here you are. Hey, now wait just a I minute. Congratulations, yes, Andy. Come on, Molly. Not so fast, McGee. Wait for baby. Gee. Gosh, I, I guess this is my lucky day. I heard a woman call the December holidays the kitchen days, meaning, I suppose, lots of company, lots of cooking, and lots of living in the kitchen. And it can be a very cheerful place, the kitchen, when the linoleum has the glossy luster that Johnson's Glow Coat will give it. Especially now that there's a new glow in our self-polishing floor wax glow coat, a glow that shines and glistens more brightly than before. But you know, with all the activity going on in the kitchen, you want protection as well as beauty for your linoleum. Glow Coat covers your linoleum with a tough coat that liquids and dirt can't penetrate. As for cleaning, a few strokes with a damp cloth will whisk dirt off that smooth surface. So make your kitchen days easier for yourself and brighter, far brighter for everyone. Ask for Johnson's Glow Coat tomorrow. Remember, the Glow Coat your dealer now has in the familiar red and yellow container is the Glow Coat with the new glow. got rid of that salmon. I was sure feeling low. I know you were. If your face had stayed where it fell, you'd have gone through life as puss in boots. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.